Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, Episode 1220, A Guide to Dealing with Dissatisfaction with Ourselves, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Hello, everybody, and welcome to ORD. Great to have you here. I am Greg Audino, your host and narrator, and today I've got an article for you from fan favorite Leo Babauta, who we haven't heard from in a bit, at least not on ORD anyway. He has been featured more regularly on some other shows in the network, though. This time, let's hear what he has to say about dealing with dissatisfaction with ourselves, something we can all relate to, at least to some degree, since uh, some emotional labor can be so subtle and recurring that we can mistake it for being normal, believe it or not. So let's hear what Leo has to say on the subject and optimize your life. A Guide to Dealing with Dissatisfaction with Ourselves by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net The more I talk to people about their struggles, the more I realize that we all have some sense of dissatisfaction with ourselves. I have it, and I'd be willing to bet everyone listening to this does too. Consider some of the ways we're dissatisfied with ourselves. We constantly have a feeling that we should be better, doing more, more productive, more mindful, and so on. We doubt ourselves when we have to speak up in a group or in public and feel that we're not good enough to contribute. We are unhappy with certain aspects of ourselves, like our bodies, the way our faces look, the way we procrastinate or get angry or lose patience as a partner or a parent. We think we need to improve. This is a constant condition, and even if we get a compliment from someone, we find a way to undercut it in our minds because we think we're not good enough for that compliment. It affects our lives in so many ways, we might not be good at making friends, speaking in public or in a group, finding a partner, doing the work we're passionate about, finding contentment with ourselves in our lives. And we don't like feeling this way, so we run. We find distractions, comfort in food or alcohol or shopping. We lash out at other people when we're feeling defensive about ourselves. It's at the heart of nearly all our problems. So how do we deal with this underlying problem? The answer is profoundly simple, yet not easy. Before I go into dealing with the problem, we should discuss something first. The idea that we need to be dissatisfied with ourselves to make life improvements. Unhappiness with self as a motivator. I used to think, as many people do, that if we're unhappy with ourselves, we'll be driven to get better. And if we were all of a sudden content with ourselves, we'd stop doing anything. I no longer believe this. I do think we're often driven to make improvements because we're dissatisfied with ourselves, and that's not a bad thing. We have hope for something better. But consider, when we're unhappy with ourselves, 
it's hard to be happy when we do something good. We're still dissatisfied, so doing something good then isn't the reward it could be. We have habits of running from this bad feeling about ourselves, so procrastination and distraction become the default mode, and this gets in the way of our efforts. In fact, we'll never solve the problems of distraction and procrastination until we can learn to deal with this problem of unhappiness with self. Unhappiness with self can get in the way of connecting with others because we think we're not good enough and so can feel anxiety about meeting others. We can't solve this, no matter how much we want to improve, until we address the underlying issue. Even when we make an improvement, the feeling of dissatisfaction with self doesn't go away. So we try to improve some more, and it still doesn't go away. In my experience, it never does, until you're ready to face it head on. During this awesome period of self-improvement driven by dissatisfaction, we don't love ourselves, which is a sad thing. So, is it possible to get things done and make improvements without dissatisfaction with self? I've discovered that the answer is a definite yes. You can exercise and eat healthy, not because you dislike your body and want to make it better, but because you love yourself and want to inspire your family. You can do work out of love for the people it will help. You can declutter, get out of debt, read more, and meditate, not because you're dissatisfied with yourself, but because you love yourself and others. In fact, I would argue that you're more likely to do all of those things if you love yourself, and less likely if you dislike yourself. Dealing with Dissatisfaction What can we do about our continual dissatisfaction with ourselves? How do we deal with self-doubt? feeling like we're not good enough, unhappiness with certain parts of ourselves. It turns out that these feelings are perfect opportunities to learn about ourselves and how to be friends with ourselves. Here's how. Each time we have these feelings, we can pause and just notice. Turn towards the feeling, seeing how it feels in your body. Be curious about how it feels physically. Instead of running from this feeling, stay with it. Instead of rejecting it, Try opening up to it and accepting it. Open yourself up to the pain of this feeling and see it as a path to opening your heart. In this way, getting in touch with the pain is a liberating act. See this difficult feeling as a sign of a good heart, soft and tender and loving. You wouldn't care about being a good person or a good enough person if you didn't have a good heart. There is a basic goodness beneath all of our difficulties and we just need to stay and notice this goodness. Smile at yourself, and cultivate an unconditional friendliness to all that you see. Now, I'm not claiming that this is an easy method, nor that it will cure our difficulties in one fell swoop, but it can start to form a trusting relationship with yourself, which can make an amazing difference. I recommend that you practice this each time you notice self-criticism, self-doubt, unhappiness with yourself, harshness towards what you see in yourself. It only has to take a minute as you face what you feel and stay with it with unconditional friendliness. If you really want to focus on this powerful change, reflect on it once a day by journaling at the end of the day, reviewing how you did and what you can do to remember to practice. In the end, I think you'll find that love is a more powerful motivator than unhappiness with yourself, and I hope you'll find a friendship with yourself that will radiate out into your relationships with everyone else you know and meet. You just listened to the post titled, A Guide to Dealing with Dissatisfaction with Ourselves, 
by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And thanks a lot to Leo for his words of wisdom today. I really love the idea behind this article, but I have to say, I think it's essential that Leo paired it with the suggestion of daily journaling, because here's why. If we do move to a place of love, and start acting fueled by doing right for those who we love, we still run the risk of dissatisfaction down the road. You know, it's possible that we don't ultimately solve the problem of what we love just for us, rather than what we can provide for others. And this idea of acting based out of love for ourselves only works if we first cultivated love or feeling like we're worthy of that work. And that's not always the case for everyone, as he alluded to at the end. But, If we're actively checking in with ourselves and exploring these lapses of self-love through journaling, per Leo's recommendation, then we can constantly work on that self-love and maybe slowly reframe our perception of ourselves. So we can do this self-work alongside the outer work of making healthy changes, thus upping our chances of feeling more self-love through both action and thought. And a lot of times using both is supremely helpful, if not totally necessary. So thanks to Leo and his great work once again. Thanks to you for joining and following your own journey of self-love and sharing it with ORD. Time to get out of here, though, so I'm going to say goodbye for now. But do know I'll be back here again with another thought-provoking post tomorrow. So be sure to come on back for that, where your optimal life awaits.